Hello, and welcome to the Independent Oxford Rediscover Oxford podcast. Discover the stories behind Oxford's businesses and famous landmarks from those who live and work here. In this episode, we're talking to Debbie Dance, Director of the Oxford Preservation Trust, the Independent Guardians of Oxford, conserving Oxford's heritage since 1927. Hi Debbie, thank you for joining us and for chatting to us about the Oxford Castle. Thank you very much for asking me to do it. I'm Debbie Dance, I'm the Director of Oxford Preservation Trust, which I've done for far too many years, <laughs> it is fair to say. But I kind of got a background in, in buildings and commercial world before I went into heritage and always had a great love of old buildings and the built environment generally. So that was kind of a job made in heaven for me. I mean, Oxford is the place to go for old buildings. I uh, imagine, yeah, right? yeah, it is. But um, it, it always surprises people that, of course, we don't really deal with the wonderful university and college buildings on an everyday basis, because the truth is that someone else is looking after those rather well. I think we try to concentrate more on the ones that, uh, you know, need a little bit of help along the way. Let's talk about the Oxford Castle then. I know you're very invested in it and it's a project very close to your heart. So why this particular building? Why the Oxford Castle? Um, of course, it's not just mine. Um, you know, there were, a, there were other players, very important ones, the county council and the developer at the time. But when I came to work here, I mean, I am from Oxford, so the job wasn't my first uh, knowledge of the city. Oxford Castle was still a prison. It had closed in 1996 And people were looking for new uses. And I'm sure some people will remember that there was a lot of controversy at the time about what could happen and lots of ideas came forward. And I've had a background in restoring historic buildings, both in London and in in Birmingham. So I, you know, it kind of I kind of knew how to do it if I could just take some people along with me. Everyone talked about the university and the and and the college history. I mean, they still do, of course. Oxford is an amazing place with its uh, spires and towers, and all those wonderful buildings still in their original use. But the town didn't seem to have that kind of sense of its own importance as a historic place. If you asked people, they would say, you know, where is the castle? So we wanted to unlock that history and raise that kind of sense of pride and belonging in the city's history alongside the universities. Because it is an amazing landmark of Oxford's history, isn't it? You know, it's it was it you said to me before that this is the first time it'd been open in a thousand years. Absolutely. So as a castle, they kept people out. As a prison, uh, they kept people in. And here we were going to open it up. So we had an opportunity to have the historic buildings bit, so the bits that are not the shops and the bits that are not the, the hotel, and to turn it into something. And so we opened it up. And the tower is the earliest standing secular building in the country, uh, likely to be Saxon, we think, originally part of the town wall. You've got the mound there, which was 1066 and all that. This is 1071. So it's all related to that very, very early history. And there used to be a tower on the top of that, originally timber and then stone, now gone. But there, what's still there is a is a, a well chamber. So there's a well that goes right underneath it, goes right through down into the water. Because when they were under siege, they needed water. So there's all these stories. There's Empress Matilda escaping across the ice to Wallingford. There's only one 
window and that's in this tower from where she could have escaped to do that so we have all these wonderful stories Jeffrey Monmouth he also wrote the Arthur legends you know all these things are all happening from Oxford Castle so I think our argument is that it really lies at the history of Oxford and from these things everything else happens and all that is available to go and find out more about and so what what would your kind of favourite experience of the castle be? Have you got one? Yeah, I think I love to go in the crypt. So the crypt is um, underneath the the buildings which are known to us as D-Wing, which are attached to St George's Tower, which used to be a church above it, which has changed. So over, the, over time, there's been all these changes. And you can go underneath the ground and you can walk through a tunnel. That tunnel was put there in order to give disabled access, actually, as part of the visitor attraction. But you get to walk through the ground and you can see the archaeology on either side before you come to this wonderful vaulted crypt. And you get that sense of how all over Oxford something's been there before and underneath your feet, wherever you walk, there's another kind of layer and that we're kind of on a layer ourselves and things will come after us and things will change and we see things change. But it gives you that sort of sense of understanding of where you sit in this history and it just is an amazing experience. I've got to ask, um, because I'm sure other people want to know and there's rumours, is it haunted, yes or no? Well, I have to say I don't have a feeling for this. You ought to ask the hall keepers at the county council. They were always spooked when they used to let us in before it was all uh, converted. But uh, I certainly they run haunted evenings and things like that, and they certainly feel something. So uh, I've never been very scared about all these things, but certainly some people say there's something. There. Well, thank you for joining us, Debbie. That has been absolutely brilliant to find out more about Oxford Castle. This podcast forms part of a collaborative project between Independent Oxford and Oxford City Council to support the city's businesses throughout lockdown.